It was so extraordinary. Some people uh, shed a tear to open something for the first time in two centuries in the place in which it was made is really amazing. We have some representatives of the Awabakal people here and Ron Ramsey, the director of the gallery, made a point of ensuring that they were amongst the first people to see the illustrations of people who could well be their direct ancestors and you could see how emotional they were. It's not surprising after the, the amazing things good and too many bad things that have happened to our Aboriginal people over two centuries, that when suddenly we go back to the the dawn of European colonisation in this region and we bring out paintings, named paintings of individuals, that it is an extraordinary emotional time. So behind the scenes, obviously here in Newcastle today, to see this, this book of illustrations on display and shared with people is is wonderful but behind the scenes making it happen finding out about it where everybody in town went ooh that's exciting turning that into the reality of actually buying it it must be a little bit like a cat and mouse game when you know that there there are other institutions who would like it well it was a bit fraught because uh, it turned up in the back of a cupboard in uh Ontario. How come these things never turn up in the back of my cupboard? (laughs) I wish they were in the back of mine too. And fortunately, somebody realised how important it was. It wasn't thrown out. It wasn't taken down to the um, St Vinnie's, if they have that in Canada. And it wasn't broken up. As the Minister said, it it could so easily have been broken up uh, for the individual plates in it. But the people who found it or at least the auctioneers uh, recognised its importance and then the hunt was on with institutions around the world looking at it particularly of course from Australia and private collectors and our biggest worry was a private collector with much deeper pockets than we had and so uh, a few weeks before the auction I went public on our intention to buy it we don't normally do that but we were hoping that we would embarrass any private collectors (laughs) because it was so important that this come back to Australia and come into public hands so that we could do the sort of thing we've we've done today and bring it to uh, its home here in Newcastle and particularly to the Awagable people. Part of the discussion was, was about the approach to the Minister to try and ensure that the government would be able to support where where necessary and what are the resources that you can draw on to do something like obviously you can go to the government and say we need a bit of extra help with this there are philanthropists who I'm sure that you can approach but boy what a juggle in this case we didn't get any extra government funding because we just had a substantial amount of extra government funding to buy the Earl of Derby albums just a couple of months before and uh, we felt it would be straining the friendship to to go back and ask. So we raided our acquisitions funds for this year and took a loan against next year's (laughs) and we went to our foundation and tremendous supporters. They gave us 
some direct money to help with it and they also stood us uh, for the extra because part of the problems with auctions just like when you're buying a house is you don't know what the eventual price will be so we had to do an estimate and say that's our limit and we won't go beyond that fortunately it did come in under our limit otherwise uh, we would have been disappointed because we simply didn't have the money to go beyond that it's been a real stretch particularly this year to or last year I guess uh, to have the the two big purchases the Wallace album and the Earl of Derby albums uh, which are both foundation documents we couldn't let them pass uh, but financially that was nine million dollars an awful lot of money it is a lot of money, isn't it? How important is it to do things like this? Um, we will only have the uh, the Wallace album here for a week before it goes back to Sydney for the Conservatives to get their hands on and so on and so forth, and I guess for proper digitisation. But how important is it to bring these sorts of objects out to, to the regions? I think it's extremely important. It's showing people why we have these public institutions so that people can come and look at the real thing not just an image on screen an image on screen's great you can zoom in you can see details that you can't see in the actual thing but there's nothing like the real paradoxically the more we have digitized materials the more we have online the more that people like to see the original thing and if possible, to handle it. With paper, you can't handle it, but you can get very close to it and look at it. Uh, These albums have been in private hands for two centuries since they were made, probably not looked at for a very long time, and when you open them up, the colours are so vibrant. It is just wonderful to see them. Is there an image in there that really struck you? I think for me, the very last image, uh, which is a portrait of a Wagabal people standing next to the water with their names underneath and a note from Captain James Wallace saying that they were sketched from life. And that sends shivers up your spine because it really is like looking into a time capsule and looking back two centuries to see these actual people and some sort of glimpse of perhaps what they were wondering as they engaged with these new settlers, these invaders into their land.